Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So I wanted to talk a little bit today about healing and death. So in my extended community of prayer people, we um, suffered a loss recently, and that's a hard thing. This person was prayed for, uh, as some people said, probably more than any other person they've ever known in terms of total number of people from around the world, as well as total number of hours prayed. And it's a mystery. Why was this person taken? And I, you know, I had a dear friend, my dearest friend here in Virginia, um, passed at age 56 a few years back. And I remember at the time feeling like, well, I guess healing prayer just doesn't work and kind of moving on with my life for a few years after that, because it felt like, well, yeah, I prayed for her and nothing happened. And so, okay, well, hmm, interesting. All those cessationists must be right. Well, this isn't actually correct because what I've seen now in my own life and in the lives of people around me is that God actually does still heal in this generation. And so this is not actually a question. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just a statement of fact that yes, God does heal. I think the hard thing is that we live in the middle and therefore, even though we know that God does heal, we don't necessarily know if God is going to heal in this specific instance. And so it's interesting then to say, what does pr- the prayer of faith look like? And for me, I really like um, the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego story, where you have the three young men and they say, you know, King, our God is able to save us from the fire. But even if he doesn't, we're still not going to follow your idol. We're still not going to worship that thing. And so to me, that is so beautiful because it's saying, absolutely. Could God take care of this? Mm Mm-hmm. He sure can. Is God going to take care of it in this situation? I am not sure. We'll just have to see how it goes. And so I think with that, the, the way of wisdom is to hold those things in tension, that God is the healer, but that we don't know what his healing will look like in this situation. Will it look like a complete earthly healing? Will it look like with Hezekiah, he got another 15 years, so kind of a a healing for a time? Or will it look like the ultimate healing of being in the presence of the Lord? And since we don't know that, then we get to ask for what we want. (laughs) And this is maybe one of my favorite things about Judith and Francis McNutt's teaching is that they say everybody gets to play. And so because of that, I always just feel like ask for what you want. I mean, the Lord might not do it, but it's I feel like there's something that is so honoring when a person comes to him and is like, actually, this is what I want. It's almost like a parent for Christmas saying to the 13-year-old, like, what do you want for Christmas? And the 13-year-old might be like, what I really want is a brand new Corvette. Do you think I could get that? And the parents are like, probably not because you're 13 and don't even have a driver's license and won't for a few years. But like, I think that's awesome that you expect me to be able to just produce that for you. So... (laughs) That is not maybe a very good example, but anyway, you can substitute a better analogy if you'd like. So 
this though is how I am choosing to pray in this season is this is what I want, Lord. I give it to you. You get to choose. So yeah, I leave that with you. Let that fall on you.